tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. All right, welcome, guys. We're live. Welcome to another episode of the uh, Catholic Avengers podcast. I am Polaris Hockey. This is my co-host. Jeff Cassell. And we have a very special, salty guest today. Oh, my god! Disgustingly salty. Enes Casto, or how's you say it? How do you say it? Gisto. That's how you really say it. I don't think that's... Anyway, doesn't matter. Enes, welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you Jeff, for having me. how salty is Enes? How salty is that? Ask, ask. Uh, How salty is that? How salty is that? is so salty that when salt sweats, it sweats Ennis. That's how salty. I've been working on that all week. I've been so excited when you tell me Ennis. Ennis, welcome to the the show, man. Thank you for joining us. Shouldn't have given you another week for that joke. That wasn't that bad, was it? (laughs) No, not bad. No, no, no. It's okay. We had to stall for Jeff. He's still doing whatever he does over there. (laughs) So uh, we wanted to have Ennis on the the podcast for no good reason, frankly. Just because he asked you and you felt bad, Jeff? I didn't invite him. Why are you here? Uh, Jeff invited me. <laughs> Jeff invited you, me. I, well, I felt bad because we had Sean on, you know, and... Oh, we're never doing, we're never doing that again. Yeah. That was a disaster. Yeah. Anyway, not, we don't need to talk about Sean. Right to be Catholic podcast. Go out there and listen to it. There you go, Sean. Don't be mad at us. You don't say nothing about Sean's podcast. He's very sensitive. And this talked about his podcast last time. He said, if you have time, you can watch Sean, listen to Sean's podcast. We should, we should let Sean has a Sean has a very good podcast. It's, I really like it. It has a lot of information. It's not for me. But it's good. <laughs> Why did you say I like it? You can always tell when he's lying. He starts doing this with his head. Anyway, Ennis, why don't you talk about your podcast? Your podcast is Salty Catholic. Yes. ECRC ho- or, uh, produces it for you. How about if yes. we do it at the end? We can talk about everybody's podcast. We need to get into our podcast. Now you're looking unprofessional. You're making it seem to the audience that we know what we're doing. Ennis, go ahead. Talk about your podcast, <laughs> man. This is unreal. Man, and I'm the salty one. <laughs> wow, you guys should, uh, you guys should take Avengers, over. Yeah. This guy. Uh, yeah, so I called uh, my podcast the Salty Catholic because I thought the name was funny because the word salty nowadays means like you're kind of like bitter, angry, which I am. I'm sure. always salty about stuff that's going on in the world. Um, also because, you know, the Bible verse, um, you're the salt of the earth and that's our calling. So we're called to be salty. So I kind of do a little bit of both. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm salty in the sense of that I'm... I'm I'm fulfilling that calling by preaching the gospel, and I'm also salty because I'm, you know, annoyed of the culture and, and how everything. it's going and everything. Frankly. And I just want to kind of vent and rant. Yeah, you've known Jeff for a very long time. I have, which honestly, I've only known I've known him maybe half as long as you have. I'm getting thank there. God. I thank, get why you're so salty. Thank yes. God. Thank yes. God. having this yeah. guy in your life really can <laughs> drive you over the wall. Thank God. Disaster. Thank God. Uh, anyway. Podcast Avengers. You've right? known you've known him half as much as I have, and you're twice as lucky. Uh, <laughs> see, and he's, he's a good friend. He's a good friend. He'll never let you down. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, what's the topic today, man? Topic is what is truth. What is John eighteen thirty eight? Pilate asked Jesus, "What is truth?" And truth is staring him right in the face. Right. Truth being Jesus Christ. I hope so. Well, that makes up the point you were making. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Real quick, do you want to do you want to talk about what's going on with the with the crucifix that you bring in every week? What's uh, in the cruci- <laughs> no, it's just our you know we got to have Jesus here and, Jesus and you know us. and yeah, you got your Padre Pio statue, Padre back. Pio, which you told me the last time I forgot mine and this week you forgot your statue. That's true. You're saint. Are you so salty? Why are you so salty about it? Just because he's here. I, I know you have right? I, again. I know you have a lot going on. We'll talk about that later. I'm sure, we will. We're going to talk have, about uh, and then you have two Avengers here next. Yes, to the, Avengers yeah. and, and, the Holy, and we have our cup. He's the whole. Okay, we're drinking out of the. I have my T-shirt with all of them. I'm not drinking out of the cup, you know, because I have hate so I drink out of the bottle because it makes a lot of noise. Sorry, so I just Adam. drink out of the bottle anyways. <laughs> You're a saint. We say it every week. Thanks, Adam. 
Ahlam, the Africa Avengers identity. We, who, who's this guy? You know, this guy actually ten years ago on his Apple computer, he had the Iron Man logo wow. on there. So it's, I have to is say, is there a rift right now? Or I, is I don't the know. Original? Well, he asked me yesterday. I asked him, "Who's your?" Identity. I know it's Iron Man. He said, "What's Polaris?" You know Polaris. To be, but I say usually Polaris Jarvis. I'm, I'm, to be fair, I'm Jarvis. He's Jarvis. Yeah, I'm usually. Jarvis. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the smarter, more intellectual. He's you're not. The brain, you're yeah. the brains behind. He's not good looking. He's not good looking enough to be or charismatic um, or Iron Man. Funny, obviously, yeah. or salty. With the salty joke. But anyway, <laughs> so then so it's actually who who is your with? identity if you're besides? Be here, you gotta have one. You gotta so have an identity. I th- I think my uh, I think I got the perfect person of who my identity is. He's not. He was a, you know, he had a brief stint with the Avengers. Oh boy! But he's not really an Avenger, but he's a Marvel character. Yeah. Oh, thank God! And okay, he man. is. Uh, that's why we don't. That's why we don't like Sean because he's a DC. A DC. He's, ba- he's Batman. Oh, Who the Batman? All he has is a utility belt. Whatever. Batman is just. Uh, I don't know about that. Less Sean. cool Iron Man. Just <laughs> money. Uh, but I would say I am Daredevil. I don't, ah, I don't know who that is. Daredevil. You don't know who Daredevil is. Why is he Daredevil? Because Daredevil is Catholic. Really? Yes. Yeah. Very Catholic. He often goes to a priest for confession and spiritual direction. And he's... Um, is he salty? He's very, very salty. He's salty, yeah. He's very salty wow. about the world. He uses some, let's just say, unorthodox methods to uh, to go about what he thinks should be right, to right the wrongs Okay, the how world. have we done a Catholic podcast, a Catholic Avengers podcast for 12 episodes and we didn't know there was a Catholic Avenger? I knew. Well... You didn't say anything? You didn't bring it up to the audience? <laughs> you never asked. You're really bad at the this. The Hulk is Catholic. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Why do you say that? Well, he, Does he go to confession too? He's Catholic, yeah. Why? He has to go face to face because he can't fit in that booth. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> You're such a ridiculous person. I just want a quick disclaimer for the audience as well. I have no idea what Ennis is going to say. <laughs> we don't approve of anything that comes out of his mouth. It's not the, it's not the expressed uh, consent of anybody within this podcast, Jeff, myself, nope. nor Omar, our producer, nor, e- nor ECRC, nor any Chaldeans anywhere, uh, any humans, and frankly, any Avengers. So in- include that. Including the whole um, diocese of St. Thomas, There's a zero percent chance. So what he ever said, whatever he says, we don't approve yes. of. So trigger warning, I might, uh, <laughs> I might say something. So what is truth, Jeff? What is truth? How about our quote for the day? We always start with that. You're right. I'm Arch- not Archbishop Sheen. I got Come on, have it. let's do it. He's the Come original on. Avenger. Break it down. No, St. Paul is the original Avenger. It's true, right? St. Paul yeah. is uh, what's his name? St. Paul is the, the Nick guy that brought him the Fury. There we Nick go. Fury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I know that Archbishop Sheen. Yeah, I know who that is. Quote of the podcast, <clears throat> modern man has become passive in the face of evil. He has long preached a doctrine of false tolerance. He has so long believed that right and wrong were only differences in a point of view that now when evil works itself out in practice, he is paralyzed to do anything against it. Wow. Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Paralyzed to do anything against evil. Yeah. It's just Kurt so long so you know. he's believed would not to be true. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's one of those things where, um, I forget who says it, but you repeat a lie so many times. You believe it yourself, you up, right? And they're believing it yourself, yeah. 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 Um, and I think it was actually um, Winston Churchill who said, a lie gets halfway around the world before the truth gets its pants on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, P- Pilar believes he knows about pools. Oh and he's 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 actually that's not true. lies so much about the pool that he but thinks he knows pool. about pool. Is that how you work it in? That's but, your segue. But he doesn't. He doesn't know a thing. You could all done so he much does better. is pour chemicals. Just pour. Chem- he the, thinks the solution to everything is chemicals. I can when solve. actually 
chemicals was not even the problem. I consult experts. It was. Oh, really? I did. And they told you to pour 30 gallons of chlorine I didn't in say, your I didn't say they were good experts. Yeah. They were experts. No, experts are good. That's what the word expert means. Uh, well, I, 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 I had some bad professionals then. No, you did not. Yeah, it's no. not true. Well, Tur- unbelievable, man. I mean, I mean man. We, we've known some experts who've gotten a lot of things wrong. <laughs> not to... Uh, <laughs> we're, not, we're not approving no, what you're about to say about the Pope. <laughs> not approving. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> we're, not, we're not saying nothing about that. No, no we're not. All, all I'm saying is that... No, we're not. Just... You're right about that. And lately, I've been over at Pilar's house oh. a lot lately. Unfor- I only come because of the kids and Laura. That's I not mean, true. Unfortunately, they don't even like you. Unfortunately, he's there. That's not true. That's I have text true. messages from Laura that says, we want you guys to You called to her Lulu over. today. So what? That's not her name. That's Never a, has she once nice been called name. that. You it's made a, it up. It's a nice thing. Anyway. I did make it up. Is that the Daredevil? Oh, sorry. Okay. So a lot of things been going on in Pilar's house, Ooh. like a lot. And every time I go there, it's something new. What's the next? What's the latest? The, new, the latest thing was, I, wa- I I pull into their their drive their street and it's dirt road. I see this truck coming out with a huge drill, like oh, like you're yeah. drilling an oil rig. Yeah. yeah. Oh I go to no. man, this, this can't be at Pilar's house. What does he need a drill for? These big. I mean, you should have seen it. <laughs> Thought they were like DTE putting a pole in. Yeah. One of those kind of drills. I said, no way it's at Pilar's house. There's my house. Walk in. Pilar's <laughs> in a bad mood. Laura's like, oh, I was in a bad mood because you came over. No, no. You're in a bad mood because you're, something happened to your well. Everything happened And you had to get well. a new well. They dug it. Oh, my God. Oh, it's crazy. Man, Every time, something, always something at Pilar's house. It's fun, though. Wow. No. It's, it's amazing seeing a. Uh, a civil war happening every episode oh, is between that you guys. Yeah. Civil war? <laughs> I haven't civil seen war. that one yet. Don't ruin it for yeah. me. Yeah, I'm not. I guarantee you Iron Man wins, though. <laughs> no? It doesn't matter. Don't ruin it for me. All Nobody right. can beat the Hulk. Remember that. I can punch through reality. <laughs> you got to say that once a podcast. Hulk does. It's a fact. He can punch me? through reality. I don't even what, know what that means. What is reality? I don't know. What I is true? Yeah, what is what, truth? What is punch truth? truth is what you're saying. What Hulk is truth? John 1838. All right. Right? I'm, what is truth? Jesus says to Pilate, for this I was born and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Pilate tells him, what is truth? Pilate looked at him back and said, what is truth? He's looking at truth right in the face. Yeah. Right? Beginning of John's Gospel, 114, it says, Jesus is full of grace and truth. I mean. Amen. Is that, what do we say these days? I mean, can you go up to somebody and say, Jesus is truth? Nowadays, Jesus is truth. Can we say that? They'll say that's your opinion, that Jesus is truth, which this is something that kind of uh, does bother me about the culture is because we live in this internet culture where everybody can just say whatever they want online and they make opinions, they take opinions and state them as facts. Actually, a couple of years ago, um, I can't remember which, some newspaper, but they did a survey where they um, surveyed... A, uh, adults and they showed them five factual statements and five opinion statements and they wanted them to distinguish which ones are opinions which ones are facts like about 30% got got them right so you're talking of a majority of people can't distinguish a fact from an opinion and that's wow. kind of sad i mean in a world where like 30% that's matters, a lot yeah and if, you know in a world where truth matters like with, with with Pilate asking what is truth where it's right in front of him yeah we're seeing that happening right now. People are saying, what is truth? And they are looking at the truth, but they decide to take their opinions as facts. Yeah. And a lot of people mis, um, misunderstand opinions. They think an opinion is just a, well, this is how I feel, and and I'm, you, I can't be wrong because this is how I feel. 
But that's not the definition of an opinion. No, you people I mean, can have a wrong opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, opinions can be wrong. Opinions, by definition, are statements based on facts. So if you believe or you think something, you could be right or wrong. Um, but people assume opinions are like, what's, you know, what's your favorite Starburst flavor? And they think that's what an opinion is. That's a preference. So they just assume that's what an opinion is. Everything's yeah. just subjective. Mm. Pilar? I don't even want to say something, but no, you don't know curious. what to say. No, it's cu- I was curious. As you were talking, you talk about like I have an opinion and it can be wrong. It can be wrong as it relates to a, uh, uh, to a fact, right? As it relates to kind of an objective truth. Correct. Again, going back to this idea of what's truth and that idea of, je- of objective yeah. truth. There is only objective truth. There is no such thing as subjective truth. Because well, those are students. That's, 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 contradictory. It's, 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 exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like nice Jeff. It's like they 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 don't. They, it's a it's an oxymoron. That's right? a, it that's an sense. opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I love his degrees. That is an opinion, but it's a right opinion. No, that's <laughs> that's that that's a wrong opinion. So so this idea of objective truth, and we talk about what is truth. It's I know you know. There's one of the hot topics of conversation in Catholic circles. This idea of relativism. And Everything is truth. Every if I believe it, it's truth. Right. Yeah, I actually t- I kind of like slightly talked about it in my last episode, but the phrase "my truth" has become mm. this thing. That's your truth. That's your truth, and mm. I th- I think it started with Oprah because every problem sounds in the world like starts it. with Oprah. Sounds like yeah. it started with Oprah. But it's, Oprah, we don't approve of anything he's saying. By the way, except that. <laughs> except that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's this thing where like speak your truth. What is your truth? What is my? Tr- there's no such thing as your truth. It's mm. there's your opinion, yeah. but then there is the truth. Okay, so what is the truth? Is it just Jesus? Look, Jesus says in John eight thirty two, the truth will set you free. Yeah. Right? He says, I am the way. He doesn't say the opinion will set you free or your opinion will set you free. The truth will set you free. Yeah, and he also says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He doesn't say, I am a way, one of many ways. I am one of many truths. I am my truth. Yeah. And I am. Can you imagine if Jesus said that? Yeah. I am the way, my truth. Yeah. <laughs> and That's the life. The, so if the truth, the, the was, liberal liberal edition of the Bible will say, <laughs> Jesus says, I am one of many ways. I am my truth, and I am a life that if you feel like, uh, go ahead, you take it, you know. But so the truth will set you free. Jesus is talking about when he says, "I am the way, the truth." Yeah. Speaking of this truth, it's yeah, him. It's him. He's the only one that will set you free. Absolutely. Regardless of how you, a lot of times we say we. You know, a lot of people follow different things or do what they want, and it makes them feel good. But that doesn't mean they're free. Is this one it of the? Doesn't mean you know. Is this one of the core reasons why the Catholic Church's teachings just can't change because they're objectively based in truth? They can't. They're based. They're yes. They're based on Christ. They're based on the original twelve apostles. They're based because on there's scripture. a lot of things that like even Catholics will say we kind of got to get with the times. This is a little old school, like the whole women can't be priests or yeah. contraception or you know those kinds of things. Like, and, and what's funny about that is I always say like, do you, do you not think that like God? all-knowing, all-powerful, didn't think about that. It's not like, you know, we need to get with the time God, like, ah, yeah, you know what? You're right. World is changing. You know what? Fine. You shall not steal. That's fine. Whatever. Do what you yeah. got. You know? Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> they're, re- but- they're, they're revealed truth to us from Scripture. They can't change. A marriage between a man and a woman is between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. They're made to procreate. There's, that cannot change. I mean, there are certain things, and there's no dogma or 
anything in the church that can change. And no, everyone says, "Oh, Pope Francis is changing this." And well, he's not changing anything. He yeah. hasn't changed anything, the, and he will not change anything. He the can't. only thing, he the only can't. things that change in the church is our understanding of scripture, our understanding of God, our understanding of the revelation. That's the only thing that might change is. Just our understanding of it, really. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. Well, like for, exa- for example, Revelation like, can. I mean, we can. We can. And just like for in the beginning, first, second century, the Trinity, the doctrine of the Trinity existed, but it wasn't fully developed mm-hmm. until second, third, fourth century in the Council when they said, "Okay, this is the Trinity." How do, yeah, or it's, the it's human. Like, how, do, how do we explain? They it articulated. To be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were able to the articulate human, it. The, yeah. the human years nature, later. the divine nature yeah. of Christ. They knew he was human and divine, and there was a lot of heresies, but now we say, okay, so doctrine develops over time, and it still can develop. And it's usually developed because of, in response to heresies. Yeah. It's because, like, we know this thing to be a fact, and then when there is an overwhelming majority that are going against it, that's when the church can come out and clarify it and, like, put a stamp on it, saying, like, no, this this is not what's going to happen. And one of the, kind of one of the examples... Recent examples uh, I can give is when the Pope said, he came out and declared, we cannot bless homosexual unions because he said we can't bless sin. People took that as, are you kidding me? What's going on? It's like, that's what the church has been doing f- since, well, forever. Mm-hmm. But now because it's been so much pushback against the church, when he finally made that statement and people were like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't get why they were so like perplexed by this. Why were they so surprised? Why were they surprised that the church Jesus is what the church Jesus yeah. never changed his teaching? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, that that kind of goes uh, with the Ten Commandments too. It's um, people knew the Ten Commandments, yeah, because it's it's you know it's natural. It's mm-hmm. it's a natural law that God gave yeah. us. It's a, people it's knew instilled in our hearts. Yeah, people knew you don't murder people, you don't steal, or you don't commit adultery. But the reason I, the the Ten Commandments were given is just so that we can understand that this natural law was given to us by God. It was yes. God who instilled this in us. Yeah. So when people read the Ten Commandments and said, you shall not murder. It wasn't a surprise. Yeah, they, were like, news. Yeah. they were like, are you kidding me? No, I had, oh, there goes my No next, more murder? <laughs> there goes my Friday. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> I definitely can't be friends with Jeff now. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, night, the miracle about the Ten Commandments is that we can actually know all ten without them being taught to us. Yeah. Because they are instilled in our hearts. You know, so we know not to, no one has to tell us not to kill. We know that. It's something that God has instilled in us. Well, so the Ten Commandments. You, you know that, but look, you go back to Bishop Fulton Sheen's quote that you read. We're yeah. living in a world where everything's so conflated. Yeah. What, what is truth? I mean, sometimes we're hearing messages on, you know, the news and the media and our friends and the circles we hang around with. Sometimes at church, yeah. depending on which churches you're going to, Protestant churches, your own Catholic churches, there's some conflation. And so you start to really get this fuzzy feeling about what is truth. What is truth, yeah. And so, I don't know, maybe... Maybe, yeah, you can instinctively understand, but there's a lot of noise that kind of in the background. Yeah, it, it creates confusion with people yeah. because yeah. look, there's a lot of there's a lot of people, really good, strong Catholics that I know that do things that I'm like, I wouldn't in a million years never would have thought you would have done that as a strong Catholic, and they rationalize it because of some of this noise that's going on in the world. Yeah. So, well, look at some of the. I mean, look at some of the news that's been going on lately in in, in the Catholic world. I mean, what was it that? In New York, was it those priests, those brothers that were walking, and um, all those they were coming protest- protesting oh, yeah, about anti-abortion? Yeah. Just a couple of days ago, it happened. I don't mm. know. Was that the article that we were, we were reading in that? No, article, that was one right? of a few articles. Mm. But this happened just a few days ago, where a priest, a 
it was a few priests and uh, some people from the church when they were walking out they were met with this angry mob of you know people with their protesters. signs and protesters because the prayer was going to be uh, devoted to ending abortion mm. so somebody knew that this was going to happen they were going to have a walk around the block while praying the rosary and then the priests were met with somebody you know and you know, somebody smoking a cigarette, blowing the smoke in the priest's face. I mean, they were literally like, they, were, they were in their faces with yeah. signs A sign was literally shoved them. in a priest's face while you can see his head down, rosary in his hand, just praying. Well, I think they were brothers wearing this, weren't they? They were the Franciscans were priests, or yeah. something, I think they were. Yeah. Just peaceful protests. Mobs came in their face, screaming and yelling, holding signs up against them. And they, you know what? They did nothing. They just kept praying. They kept walking. They Good kept for them. Their, they kept their cool. You know, but look, again, going back to that relativism, I bet you those people that are doing those things, they don't see themselves as evil. They see themselves as as heroes, stopping these bigots from trying to control women's reproductive rights. Like they, you know, again, they've warped this idea of what, yeah. they, they think they're on the right side of truth. They're on the right they side think of they're setting. They think they're setting the truth free. Yeah. By doing that. Right? So again, right? you, it's a, that's what, I guess the reason I bring that up is that's the importance of understanding objective truth because when it comes down to which side are you on if you don't understand objective truth you only know your truth then there is no such thing as truth there is no right and wrong we're all just a big pile of atoms colliding with each other yeah. until we die there there i mean who okay so if they don't think that christ is truth these these people that are against abortion or against the teachings of the church, who decides what truth is? I mean, not everybody can say, I have the truth. Yeah. There has to be a set of, I mean, the, well, there has the to be is, truth. So who decides who truth, what well, they, truth is? What they do is they talk from, how, how does the saying go? Both from sides of their mouths. Both sides of their mouths. On one side, they'll say, well, you know, truth is relative, I'm relative. You can't tell me, you know, it's subjective. And then on the other hand saying, no, what you're doing is wrong and yeah. it's harmful. But what what standard are you using? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Who are you like, to say that <laughs> what I'm doing is wrong or harmful? Yeah, absolutely. Like the whole idea of the secular world, the atheist, humanistic world is so contradictory that they're blinded by it and they can't see that it's contradictory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're and, right. And it's Who, sad. You know, and and the, the, the push for changing even how we talk to kind of make us change how we think. Yeah. Um, you know, Pilar said the phrase, you know, women's reproductive rights. We, we, when you say that, everybody automatically knows what that means. Yeah. It means abortion. It means killing a baby in the womb. Exactly. Yeah. But why are we using that mm-hmm. term to fluff it down? It's because there, there yeah. are a lot of women who, and men, who think that women's reproductive rights, yes, that means I'm taking back my right. It's like, I just listened to a podcast about this. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Check so out the Catholic yeah. yesterday's episode. It was a great episode. No, but it's so true. Yeah, and it's it's, it's all in an intent to try and bend to bend the will of somebody to say what truth is. Yeah. Truth, this is my truth and trying to influence other people with it. So are we saying something pretty controversial, guys? I mean, are we essentially saying that there is no truth outside of Jesus? Yes, we're saying something very controversial. Yeah. controversial. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's controversial in the world, but not to us that believe yeah. it. It's, it's not, I mean... Easy for you to say you guys are Catholic, you guys believe in all this stuff, but what about everybody on the you know listening who doesn't believe in the faith? Why do they have to follow by this? You're telling you guys are the only ones that know truth? Yes. 
<laughs> I, mean, I mean, right? I mean, again, that's why I'm saying it's controversial. Yeah. Now, controversial. I think one of the things that's important to understand is like, even as Catholics, we know suffering through this. I mean, it's not like it's easy. It's just like this this thing that says, oh, as long as we're, we're right, everyone else is wrong, we're going to have everything, you guys will have nothing. We're Catholic, we're lucky, you're unlucky. It's. Yeah. I think people feel like, as Catholics, we're talking down to them because they're ignorant and stupid and don't know these things. Where it's really the opposite. It's like, listen, being a Catholic can be hard, it can make you really salty, right? Yeah. Uh, the truths of the Catholic faith are hard. Are. But, 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 but I think they're spoken out of love. Even absolutely. though I think there's many Catholics that distort that notion, and that's why people say, well, this is not being said out of love. But I think when, when us as Catholics try to explain the truth to people, it's not because we hate that person. Obviously. On the contrary, yeah. it's because we love that person. We want them to come to the knowledge of the truth, to know the love of Jesus Christ, and so that they can end up in eternity mm-hmm. where Christ wants all of us to be. But, here's, but they don't see it that way. But here's how they see it. And... They'll see it as you're being hateful, mm-hmm. you're being racist, homophobic, xenophobic, whatever buzzword phobic. Just add phobic to the end of any word you want. And that's what you are. Arachnophobic? Yeah. And what I don't know what that is. <laughs> spiders. You're spiders? Oh, okay. God. Are yeah. you guys serious? Like, yeah, no, I it took me, As soon as the words came out of my mouth, I'm like, ah, I bring them back. Bring bring back. Too late. Too late. So salty. Uh, but no, they'll say those things. And then, you know, from, from uh, look, I get it from their perspective. It could feel that way, especially if you don't have an understanding of the truth. But what does Jesus say? He says, if if, if you who are a father on earth will give your son uh, an egg when he asks, or not a, when he asks for an egg, you don't, you don't give, give him a snake, snake. Yeah. right? What greater gifts would your father in heaven give you, yeah. right? And what he's trying to say is all of the teachings of the Catholic Church are for our good are for our benefit. Yeah. And like you were saying, someone you can come off and say, hey, listen, this is the truth. What you're doing is sinful. That's not to say what you're doing is bad. You're going to hell. You're an awful person. It's to say, hey, repent and you'll have joy in your life. Yeah, yeah it's going to be hard. There's going to be sacrifice. Set you free. It'll set you free. But it'll set you free. Yeah. You know? And honestly, I mean, no, no one understands this, I think, better than parents to yeah. little children. Yeah. It's because I have three. I have three kids. Two of them are just all over the place. The other one barely even crawls, so she's... She's the angel for yeah. now, <laughs> um, but it'll happen where they want they're running towards something, and I'm pulling them. They're like, "No, I want to do that," and I'm pulling them. Like, "No, you can't do that because you're gonna get hurt." They don't understand. They think I hate them. I don't like them. Whatever, but they don't understand that I'm doing this for their own good. Yeah. yeah. And every time I I promise you, and I tell this to my wife, every time I do that, I'm like, "This is what God's doing to me, 24 seven, nonstop." <laughs> He's so annoyed yeah. by you. Yeah. <laughs> By every yeah, by me and by everybody, like that's all he keeps doing with every single person. We're like, why do you hate me? It's yeah. like I I can see what's gonna happen if yeah. you keep doing this, and I'm trying to help you. Mm-hmm. This yeah. doesn't end well. Look, yeah, when, it won't. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, mm-hmm. at the end of the at the end of that scripture passage, this, Jesus tells them, untie him and let him go. Yeah. This is the same thing we do when we're chained up in sin, in these type of sins or in these types of truths that we're not believing. But the people that are not believing these truths don't understand that they're tied, they're bound. Until Jesus says, untie them, let them go, listen to the truths of the church or truths of Christ. Because once you're untied and you're set free, you you live in a whole new joyful world Mm -hmm. and i think you can't explain that to anybody no matter how much we believe it or how much we try to explain it they have to come to that conviction and that experience themselves well one of the most powerful ways to evangelize is to not say a dang thing 
Just uh, live, yeah. live well. You yeah. just, you just, you're, you're disagreeing because that's all you do is get up and talk to people. No, actually, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like you. I don't like you. And you're just a miserable human outside like of you that. At all. But like, like Ennis like and I, we live you. joyfully. <laughs> and I think that, you know, that's a good way of evangelizing. Not your style. I get it. Hulk. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Delone in a minute. Oh no! Don't bring him up. <laughs> what about what a, what a, what about the phrase that I'm not hurting anyone? Yeah, no, it's what, just what, do it. Let me leave, leave yeah. me alone. As long what, as I'm not hurting, I'm not anyone. hurting anyone. But the my problem with that statement is you don't know that. Yeah. You really don't know that. I like the example I I think of is drugs. Like, well, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just, you know, my body, my choice, whatever. But. You don't know that you're not hurting anybody. What yeah. if you're becoming somebody else? And you don't and that, know. And that person doesn't like that, who yeah. you've become, mm-hmm. and now they're hurt by it. So just because you're not hurting somebody physically doesn't mean you're not hurting your family in any other way, either financially, yeah. spiritually, emotionally, anything like that. So that's that's why I kind of... I, I don't get that phrase yeah. at all. It's just a matter of you. You don't know. You really don't know yeah. if you're hurting somebody. That's true. Or not. It, well, it goes. It goes back to that very selfish point of view, right? Like yeah. I, I don't. Know, I might have said this on one of our podcasts before. I've got a five year old. Every time we drive home at night, she looks up in the sky. She sees the moon, and she's like, "Daddy, the moon's following us home." Because in her world, everything revolves around her. The moon is there for her yep. benefit. And so it's a very selfish, it's a natural instinct to be selfish and view the world that way. So yeah, it's not bothering anybody. I'm thinking only about myself in that point. Yeah. yeah. What about our persecution for speaking the truth? Oh boy. Here it's, Listen, it's coming, man. Before we get into what the world is saying, look what Jesus says. 622, Luke 622. Blessed are you when men hate you. And when they exclude you and revile you and cast out your name as evil on account of the Son of Man, rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, So, for so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you that are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you that are full now, you shall hunger. Woe to you that laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to when woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. Rejoice when you're persecuted, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jesus says it. He knew it was coming. Yeah, right. You know, I've I've been living by this motto for past maybe like three, four years or so, where if somebody's yelling at you for being whatever phobic, mm-hmm. you know you're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> when when somebody starts telling you like, I think you're doing a disservice to the community by doing you know, whatever it is or talking like this on your social media or out preaching, whatever, you know, you're doing something right. Yeah. 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 It's when people are praising you, the wrong people are praising you. Yeah. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, I didn't realize that, so I got blacked by Father James Martin wow. on social media. Did you rejoice? I, I didn't realize it. Then everyone Ennis and if he was like, "Dude, congratulations! You made it! Yeah, you know, you, you, you welcome to the club." Like, Father, oh, just cool. a quick alert: Father James Martin is one of the nine viewers right now. He's watching. He's, he, he God, I, you back. I hope he is. He wants man. you back. I hope he he wants is. you back. Trigger warning. Preach the truth. <laughs> truth. What is you, Jeff? No, it's a good point. I mean, look from a, from a, from a Catholic's point of view, it's all we it's all, it's everything that we have. I mean, from a true Catholic's perspective, everything we have has to be based in that truth. Otherwise, you fall into this world of relativism. And look, tell a Catholic, oh, we're going to persecute you, and a Catholic says, like, cool, I made it. Yeah, like you yeah. said, like yeah, yeah oh, good, I'm doing something right. Good. You know, a lot based on somebody's enemies. Yeah, it's it's honestly why Catholics, in particular, out of all Christian denominations, Catholics in particular, we celebrate martyrs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for that reason, yeah. It's we really cel- we celebrate martyrs. We have a church named Holy Martyrs because yeah. you know after all, uh, named after all the martyrs is because we know being persecuted for your faith is like the highest honor. Yeah, 
Uh, the, the blood of the martyrs is the siege of the church. Yeah, absolutely. And we see now, we see priests getting persecuted. I mean, yeah. we see even bishops getting persecuted for speaking the truth. What was and, it? Was it Father Rahid in uh, Iraq? When, yeah. when he, he was he was murdered by ISIS, two, right? Him and two deacons. Yeah. Two deacons yeah. He yeah. said, I will not close the house of God. I will not close the doors of the house of God. They gave him a chance. They came back. He said, I won't do it. They gunned him down right at the church. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's sad, but what a beautiful testimony for his conviction, his faith. He had so much belief in Jesus Christ. He knew that this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And he knew, listen, whatever happened to him, he knew that he was going to be in heaven with the Lord. Yeah. So, and then, <clears throat> then we have the opposite end of that spectrum where you have Catholics who, when they don't feel comfortable with a priest, because God forbid you can be uncomfortable with a priest, they'll leave... They won't leave and go to another church. They'll just leave the church. They'll altogether. just stop coming yeah. to church. They'll just stop going to church. Oh, because this priest said this. Okay, fine. Go they, to another. You, they're not. They're not yeah. mean at Kensington. They're really nice. Yeah. <laughs> not to bag on any of the Kensington brothers and sisters out look, there. But all I tell everybody that 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 says that or they want to leave the church. Look, I'm not going to church. Honestly, I'm not trying to offend any priest. I'm not going to church because of the priest. Sure, the priest is there to give us the sacraments. I'm going there to receive the Eucharist, to hear the word of God, and to give thanks and all glory to God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. The priest, he's human. Is he going to say things I'm not going to agree with sometimes? Sure, but we all do that, right? He's doing his best to preach the truth. You can't preach... Uh, not not everybody sitting in the pews is going to agree with him, but that's no reason to leave the one true church. And and, right. and I and I it's a pet peeve of mine. Even if I disagree with maybe a, a point of view that the preacher is preaching on the homily, it's a pet peeve of mine when he gets a, such a backlash from the from the congregation yeah. because it's like you're incentivizing now a priest to water the truth down. Yep. Right. Yes. And and is that the church we want? We want a church where it's a watered down truth. I mean, yeah. how many how many homilies do we have about really hard truths? I love them, even yeah. if they're controversial, even if I don't even necessarily understand or agree all the time. No. Now, just to clarify that, if he receives backlash because he says something contrary to the Catholic faith, that's a different thing. That's a di well that's deserved. A different. Right? Yeah. But if it's like he made people feel angry, yeah, he made people feel bad. He called he them made out. me feel bad. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. You're just you know you're just being a. You're being a snowflake. There you go. Just say it. You're being a snowflake. Um, you made you made it a salty. That's a that's a nicer way of what I well, was going to say. Well, so look, I mean, you talk to any uh, cradle Catholic, right? Somebody who kind of maybe just goes to sun goes to Sunday mass once a month, and like they're there on Christmas and Easter, and you ask them what's the most important part of the mass. Nine out of ten times, those people will say the homily. Yeah. The homily is literally the least important part of the mass. It's literally you don't even need one. I've been to masses where they no skip homilies, them. and it's. Still a mess. One of the best homilies. One of the best homilies I've ever heard. I went to a daily mass, and uh, the priest got up to do the homily after a short. And daily mass is usually really quick homilies, three minute homilies, yeah. five minute homilies. He got up and he says, "I was once taught if I don't have anything good to preach about, to don't say it." And then he just sat down. <laughs> and I was like, this guy is the best priest ever. But it doesn't matter, right? Why are we there to your point? To listen to scripture, to hear the word of yeah. God, and then to receive Christ in the Holy Eucharist. And you talk to like a, like a Catholic who doesn't understand what's going on in Mass. Yeah. And to them, like the Eucharist just is like this really long, drawn-out, boring ceremony to go get yeah. a piece of bread. And you're just like, oh, you don't yeah. get it. I mean, for, like, for example, like Father Pierre's homilies, 
They're all like a daily mass. They're all like two minutes. Listen, all his homilies. I, I can't five I can't, minutes tops. Honestly, I can't pay attention. Well, I don't know. No, yeah, I, that well, five not, minutes. I, I don't well, know. Man. Jeff, he's busy. He's busy. He's got to get somewhere. He doesn't no, no. have time to prepare for the homilies. Get seated, man. Guys, get seated. You got him all wrong. He had, it's twenty minutes worth of homily in five minutes because the way he speaks. So <laughs> gotta, if you slow him down, he'll be able yeah, to. I don't know. I don't know. You know, quick fact: nobody knows about Father Pierre. He actually was the Micro Machines guy back in the early '80s. Yeah, same guy. So, oh my gosh, man. so we gotta watch out for relativism. And but yeah. I, again, big pet peeve of mine is like let our priest preach the truth. Yeah, you know, it, it, just because they make us feel bad, maybe it's not. Here's the thing: nobody's good at at looking inside of themselves. I shouldn't say nobody. Sell fewer the men and, and pr- the people. I should say who can really look and say, you know what? I'm the villain of my own story. I'm the guy messing this up for yeah. me. Yeah. And so when a priest comes out and says, hey, as a community, we as Catholics, we need to be better fathers. And us to go, oh, well, we're good fathers. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll never, we never feel better. We're just like, what are we, what are we? We're like, we're relative, we're, we're just like the guy blowing smoke in the in the face of the priest who yeah. thinks he's right and yeah, the absolutely. priest is wrong. Yeah. And not, and not just that, it, it goes back to what you said earlier. It's like, or what Jeff said earlier. It's, well, I'm not hurting anybody, so that means I'm a good father. Where yeah. it's like, no, no, the priest said, need to be better. Like, yeah. What are you, where are you today? I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. Be, be better tomorrow. Yeah. And then be better the next day. It's not like, well, I'm not breaking in the Ten Commandments, so therefore I'm going to stay where I'm at, which is, yeah. what, what's, Look, the, what's the term Jesus used? It's lukewarm. Lukewarm. Like, lukewarm. The yeah. bar is high. Yeah. Yeah. Spit out. Look, obviously, the way I look at it is when these priests preach these homilies, when they're, when he tells the, the men to be better fathers, it's because people are coming to them in their offices and complaining to their problems to them, mm-hmm. whether it's wives or children. So they're taking these What's going on in the community? And they're trying to preach to the congregation, hey, if he's telling men to be better fathers, that means there's a complaint... That there's no that the fathers in, need to do a better job. He's in touch with his you know? community. Yeah, yeah, he knows what's going and on. And I think yeah. most of the priests are really in touch with their community. And I just they know what's going on. And you know, I, and I would encourage the priests to speak truth, even if it makes them unpopular. Yeah, speak the truth. You're not going to make everybody happy. Absolutely. And honestly, and when they do speak the truth, and they get this backlash, backlash usually comes from like a very small, extremely loud minority. Yeah, a vast majority of people, we like what they're saying. We don't. We don't mind what they're saying, but... It's the 2% that are loud. Exactly. That control the 98% and quiet people. I like to tell every Catholic, we need to get our, we need to have their backs. Mm-hmm. Like, if a priest is receiving backlash from a a, uh, a social media page that I will not name right now, um, <laughs> because they said something that doesn't really sit well with them, even though it's the truth, get have their back. Are you talking about the Chaldean Mouse page? No. <laughs> no, I get a lot Bro, of... Bro, you just open it. Don't even go no, there. I, <laughs> You know, I get a lot of business from that page, so I'm not going to talk don't about that. Don't say nothing about the Kelly Moss page. I'll go crazy. No, but th- again, there's a, s- a couple of social media pages that just all they want to do is talk about specific priests. They said one little line, take it out of context and just yeah. blow it up. And then a lot of, ca- I shouldn't say a lot. Uh, I, I will say a lot. A few Catholics will have that priest's back saying like, we need to stand up for the truth. Like actually, w- well, a good example is Father Simon from California. Oh, when Poor guy. You know, Talk about persecution. Yeah, right? <laughs> Great last name. Yeah. 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 It's so-so. Uh, he's living up to the last name. I don't know about other, <laughs> others. Others hockey but whatever. Yeah, like your brother. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> like your brother, maybe. No. <laughs> Love you, Devo. Uh, <laughs> he's not a fan. Uh, but 
yeah, like what happened to him. It's a very small, loud mm. minority who are good at using a computer decided to attack him and make him famous. Actually, he became a lot more famous because of because that, of which them. is, I love that. I love when- what a blessing. Yeah. I love when that happens, like the whole Chick-fil-A thing when like everybody wanted to like, oh, let's boycott Chick-fil-A and they ended up like tripling the sales in a matter of two days. <laughs> so I love when that, actually I like when that stuff happens because now people who didn't hear about Father Simon now, oh, yeah. all of a sudden, here about Father Simon, he has all this following now. He's got now. thousands of followers yeah. on, on um, and what is he doing Instagram with, and, and what stuff. is he doing? Preaching. Daily Preaching the gospel, yeah. Not just that, Daily Rosary. Now he's got all these people who probably don't really pray the rosary often. But are following him. Rosary. Yeah, so yeah. the moral of the story, moral of the story is God can use something horrible, like yeah. a persecution of yeah. a Catholic, to bring yeah, good to out bring of To bring good it. out of it, yeah. Yeah. That's great. No, I mean, you to bring up something interesting with social media, and it's a big part of our world, and you go back to Fulton Sheen's quote, you have this this ultra noise coming from everywhere, and social media can amplify the voice of one or two or three mm-hmm. people and make it feel like truth. Yeah. Man, all these people can't be wrong, yeah. but you're only seeing a small percentage in a small window. Yeah, like when, uh, when uh, someone is like, oh, did you see Twitter, this topic is trending? I'm like, trending topic really means about like, 70,000 people are talking about it out of 6 billion. (laughs) Not a a big deal. And even when you look at these trending topics, it's even divided. It's like some people are for, some people are against. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just people are talking about it. So it doesn't really mean like, oh, the whole world's against this, whatever happened. We've never been trending though. I'd I'd, I'd go for it. I'd be down for that (laughs) if we can get trending. I need a new podcast partner. Uh, If we have any shot. But speaking of uh, persecution, um, I sent you that article. Yeah. How... Right now, the the hot new thing is the news media telling you about hate crimes. Well, they're not talking about hate crimes against Catholics. And there has been a lot mm-hmm. um, from, this happened a few days ago in Florida, actually, uh, just, just earlier this month. A guy who drove his white van into the church, literally mm-hmm. through the door, yeah. backed out. And started pouring gasoline and lit it on fire and then drove off. Never yeah. heard of it. And the, No, yeah. never heard of it. Never in the news. And the only reason I heard of it is because I wanted to look up some more hate crimes to talk about here today other than the article. Yeah. And I came up with them like, why did I, why did I not yeah. hear about this? You don't hear about that. So. Yeah. It's never, it's never national news. But yeah. when it fits the narrative that they want to push that this country is evil, it's racist, homophobic, whatever, they'll take something and just blow it up everywhere. Yeah. But if 100%. it has to do with Christians and nobody's persecuted in this country, um, Nobody's abused, I should say, even more than Christians, and in particular Catholics in this yeah. country. Oh yeah, you know, could be again, like that. That truth really does set people off. Yeah, right. And you know, I think that comes from a pretty demonic, evil place. Absolutely. That's just my own personal opinion, but I believe that to be the truth because you know Jesus said so. Yeah. But that's that's how you know you're preaching the truth to your point earlier. Yeah, you know, based on what's and, happening, that back that level of backlash. Yeah, you know, okay, I'm following the right team here. And yeah. you. In the, Here's a th- here's the thing. You talk to someone, and I've had this. I had this conversation with somebody recently over uh, a, a social media post that they were triggered by. But it was more of like, a, "Well, you're wrong because of have you talked to this person? This person, I'm like, okay, you claim to be Catholic. Here's what the CCC says. Here's what Scripture says, and here's a church teaching. And they'll come back with, "Well, what about this person? And how do you feel about them? I'm like." These are people. Back, yeah. back. <laughs> well, like, are back any of those people Jesus you yeah, want me to talk to? Because if they're not, then I don't know why we're talking about this. Well, it's not, I'm like, I'm like, notice I, I used scripture to back up my mm. Catholic my, point of view. My claim. You didn't. Would yeah. you like to back up 
your stuff with Bible Doc. What we need to talk about the Bible. The Bible doesn't have to be anything. I'm like, I got some news for you. <laughs> Probably not a Christian. You, <laughs> you sent an article of the Padre Pio talking about the, the Spanish flu. Yes. Which was fascinating. And one of the things, we're running out of time, so we can't go through the whole thing, but one of the things that I read out of there is Padre Pio in response to what was going on at the time. You're talking about, just to put context, you're talking about the Spanish flu? Yeah. Um, which is kind of like what we're going through right now yeah, with the pandemic. The pandemic yeah. yeah, so he was going through exactly what we're going through, but on a much larger scale because more people, oh, a lot it, more people were affected by it. And but, they, they yeah. didn't have, you know, they didn't have the vaccine or right. any of that stuff. So he said, in, so his spiritual director asked him to talk about what was going on right in this article. It says about that. And he says, he says, it is a longer quote, but I won't be Jeff. I'll read you the important part. He says, do not fear then that inequity will come to crush rightness, righteousness, but inequity itself will crush itself and justice will triumph. Yeah. Essentially saying, this whole thing, the truth, the truth will last. It's it, that's a house built on rock, and all of this other stuff is just noise that will end up eating itself, will yeah. end up crushing itself, will end up collapsing under its own weight. And you're starting to see kind of that happen yeah. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It's why I sleep like a baby at night, even though from my seat the world seems to be in flames, yeah, right. uh, because it's just a matter of time before this thing swings back, and the truth kind of sets us all free. Yeah. 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 It won't die. And then, you know, it reminds me of uh, in Acts when um, they're they're trying to determine whether or not, the, so like the Pharisees, and trying to determine whether or not they should persecute the Christians as they're starting to come up, and, and one of them says, you know what, let's just leave them alone. If this thing is not real, if it'll, it's not it'll true, by it'll itself. just dissolve. Absolutely. Yeah. But if it's real, do yeah. you really want to be on the side of fighting against God? Yeah. So let's leave it alone. That's a pretty strong argument. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing beats bad ideas other than good ideas or other ideas. You know, that's the whole like thing shutting down everybody's like the speech or cancel you from your social media, whatever. It's like if this person is not saying something good or saying something wrong, yeah. let them speak. Eventually, we'll, yeah. we'll, come to, we'll come to know if they're right or wrong. Because The, the truth comes out yeah, every time. Because Less. once you shut somebody down, people are going to be like, well, what, why are yeah. you shutting, what, what are they saying? Now, you, now you're putting more. You, you, you Father Simon them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Last Bible verse before we leave. Is it seven minutes long? Second Timothy. It's, it's a Bible verse. Have some respect for can scripture. You, can you read just have one some, verse? No, you got to I have respect it. for scripture. No. I don't have respect have, for you. Just like that, 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 that quote you went, it was, read the whole context. The, Nobody I, understood I, it. 45 minutes you read, long. You read one line. Nobody understood it. Go ahead and take a nap. Get your second, ready. Second Timothy 3.12, Jesus, please forgive him. It's scripture. He <laughs> doesn't true. know of any better. true. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While evil men and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceivers and deceived. But as far as you, continue what you have learned and firmly believe, knowing from who you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Second Amen. Timothy. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Love it. I love it. We have a men's procession coming up. Or not a no, men's. It's a, family procession. it's a family procession this Saturday, downtown Detroit. Why do you uh, hate women and children? One o'clock. Get my beautiful wife where you, No, yeah, I everybody can go. Yeah, can I usually, because it used to be. Uh, Lulu's not a real person. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be for men, but now it's all families and everybody's going. Because so. we're inclusive now. It's in Detroit, right? It's in Detroit. It's a Saint, El El I don't know how to say that. Church. Aloysius? El Yes. Yeah, yeah. St. Louis's. And I think it's a mile and a half. So it's at one o'clock. Get there early. There's usually a thousand people there. I'm just kind of bringing it out. It's this Saturday, 1 p.m. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it already happened. Call yeah. Jeff. He'll tell you how it was. <laughs> yeah. This is for you there listening live. On Facebook. We'll, we'll cut this part out. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, Ennis, we want to appreciate you joining the show. We thank appreciate you. Thank you. you. It was nice having you here. Thank you. I'm, Jeff, I'm glad, I'm glad know, I brought a little whatever. bit of a flavor to this podcast. Wow. Uh, no pun intended. I, yeah, was, Actually, I didn't that, that, yeah, that, that was intended. That was intended. Check out all three podcasts, The Salty Catholic, Catholic Avengers, and if the other you one. Have, If you one. have time and nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing better to do with your life. Check out the right to be the right Catholic, to be Catholic right. by our good, our, our good dear friend. What we love you so our, much. Our okay friend, Sean, Sean A. Sean gets a lot more followers and listens than we do. Yeah, so yeah. He really, he actually, he really does. Um, Last but not least, uh, Pilar got his butt whipped in ping pong. Wow! I thought De- I was out by Delone. Wow! He whipped him. Captain be, America listen. beat him. De- Delone, I'm not gonna let him say anything. Listen. You beat him. I lost. You whipped him, and he's admitting he lost. I lost. End of story. But We're out. There's no but. Follow, We're out. Follow We're us, out. like us, give us comments. I hate everybody here. Until <laughs> next time, the Catholic Avengers Podcast. Thanks for joining us, guys. Good night, good night, everyone. Be salty. You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.